Financial support for this podcast comes from our great friends over at Bo's Restaurant on 2304 Thomas Drive here in beautiful Panama City Beach, Florida. Bo's is open from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Monday to Saturday with a great big breakfast menu, an outside eating area, and the best fried chicken in Bay County. Give them a call at 850-775-1828 if you'd like to order ahead. Also, from our great friends over at KL Skaggs Heating and Air, LLC, summer is coming. Don't be the people without AC. It's already hot outside, guys. Make sure you are well taken care of. 850-238-5414 to reach our great friends over at KL Skaggs Heating and Air. There are many sports podcasts out there, but only this one is right on. It is August, and you know what that means. That great time of the year is here. Fantasy football season has finally arrived. We take an in-depth look at our opinions on fantasy football quarterbacks today on the Ride On Sports Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to the Ride On Sports Podcast. You'll have to excuse us if we sound a little tired. We worked some long days today. We're recording this late at night, a late night recording session with me, your host, Kyle Wright, and my co-host, Marcus Weisner, who is down there in Tampa, and he's an hour ahead of me, so I know you're tired. Yeah, man. It's been a long day, you know, take care of little one, but at the end of the day, man, I'm glad we can still do this. We enjoy doing it, so I don't care what time we do it. No, absolutely, absolutely, but whew, what a day. What a day. Absolutely, a little worn out, man. You know, it's 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 hot outside, and it's definitely uh, definitely want to have a working AC. There's your that's a second <laughs> plug for you there, KL Skags. So, <laughs> oh man, shout out to our boys over there. But uh, so today's episode, we're doing fantasy football quarterbacks. Uh, and like we said before, uh, it's August. Fantasy is coming up. Our our drafts in three weeks. Very excited for that. Marcus, this is your thing. I'm going to let you take the lead on this. Absolutely. And for disclaimer purposes, Kyle, the information that I provide on this channel, you cannot use against me in our fantasy football draft. <laughs> so no, we we talked about this. It's an even <laughs> year, so I'm going to have a bad year. <laughs> right. So we're going to talk about a couple things here. Um, I want to mention, obviously, some sleepers that I think are going to be in this year's draft. Some people that... Um, based off of last year's stats and how well they did, people that I would personally stay away from. And then we're going to mention some safe picks, and I'll even throw a random question in for Kyle at the end. Nothing too crazy, but just want to get his input on it. Um, so these these numbers here are, the, are these projections, predictions are on standard format, you know, one point for every 25 yards, four points for touchdowns, nothing crazy. For those of you who like to go big and beyond for six-point convert if per touchdown, um, you know, everything is always going to be a couple rounds ahead. If you play for one point for every 10 yards, you know, by all means, that's, that's up to you. But these are standard, you know, fantasy football, you know, uh, point systems as far as where we have these people at. Um, so I want to start with um, some uh, sleepers. 
Um, now, for those of you who are like just getting fancy football, or obviously, you know, experienced in it, I'll go ahead and break down because, you know, everybody uh, is a listener. So everybody gets a fair, you know, observation on this. A sleeper is somebody who may be do, may do better than they are projected. Um, it could be somebody who could be ranked between seven and nine, but could be top three at the end of the year. That's that could be considered a sleeper. It could be somebody who could be at the bottom tier, maybe drafted, uh, you know, standard format, you know, 15, you know, uh, you know, 15 rounds. And it can be drafted 13th to 15th. It could be a waiver wire. And, right. and they, you know, they could be a top, you know, at low QB one, you know, high QB two. I'm mean, gonna look at Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill was kind of kind of that waiver wire sleeper that won a lot of leagues last year with him and you know with that connection to AJ Brown. Uh, Kyler Murray was one that a lot of people obviously you know drafting a rookie quarterback is kind of iffy. Uh, he was QB eight last year, so may, you know as far as with the QBs coming up, I don't see Joe Burrow or Tua Tagovailoa or Justin Herbert doing what Kyler did. I, I just I don't. But no. Kyle, I want to throw it to you. Um, give us okay. a couple. Give us two sleepers that you think and why. Okay, so I actually put down three. Um, okay, I think n- number one here, Kyler Murray, I, and I don't know if you can consider him a sleeper or not, but the the dude, <laughs> he, I really think Kyler Murray has everything that it's going to take to be a QB one this year in fantasy football, and, and that and that could be one hundred percent true. He he's got the skill set of Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. with the arm of somebody like. I mean, he's got a very throw similar throwing style to Patrick Mahomes. He can throw across his body. I'm not saying he's as good as Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, no. nobody is. But you you see what I'm saying? He's got the no. he's got similar mechanics. He's he's uh he runs the same way. He throws the same mm-hmm. way. He's uh, he's a baseball player too. Same thing as Patrick Mahomes. Yep. He's got a cannon for an arm. And and I really I think Kyler Murray's going to explode this year, man. I really um, I do see him having a breakout year. Could be quarterback one. Realistically, I'm going to say he finishes about three or four this year. Um, yeah, I um, it it would surprise ahead. me if uh, Arizona's offense is uh around eight to eleven as far as offensive rankings this year in regular football. Absolutely. So let's hear your first one. Um. So my first one, I'm going to go with um, Matthew Stafford. Okay. Uh, a lot of people obviously slept on him. You know, simply well, I would say sleep on. Picking up Matthew Stafford is one of those guys where he's not glamorous like Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, even Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers. What Matthew Stafford does is, first off, there's no run game in Detroit, so he's throwing the ball a lot. He was projected to throw for 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns last year uh, in eight games, so he did have an injury there. I mean, he's got Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones. They pick up DeAndre. Andre Swift in the in the draft. They still got T.J. Hawkinson there, you know, coming as a tight end right there. So, and they've they've got weapons. Um, maybe the run game opens up a little bit more. Their defense definitely upgraded. I mean, they did lose Darius Slay, but I think with a healthy Matthew Stafford is probably one of the you know toughest quarterbacks out there. Um, he's going to throw. The, one thing you can count on Stafford is he's going to throw the ball 30, 40 times a game. There's, there's no right. question about it. And I had projected him in like the like 12th round, 11th or 12th round is where I projected him at. But, you know, as, you know, value redraft versus production, he could be um, around that QB 7 to 10 if healthy. 
Uh, very fair. Very fair. Only major concern I could see with Stafford is with his wife's medical issues that keep your eyes on C-19. I mean, that's agreed. Agreed. Absolutely. Cut as it gets. Yeah. All right. All right. So my next sleeper, I want to make sure I hit on here. Daniel Jones, New York Giants. Um, came in last year, 3,000 yards, 24 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. And he only, he, he didn't, I think he only started like 10 to 12 games last year. Mm-hmm. So I see that as a huge upside. I think the Giants have no defense, so they're going to be playing from behind a lot. So you're going to, garbage points are still fantasy points. And I think Daniel Jones is good enough to get a lot of those. And I mean, Let's be honest here. Saquon Barkley is going to have about eight to ten catches a game. A lot of them, or at least eight to ten targets, I should say. A lot of those are going to be touchdowns. So, I mean, who do you think is throwing these touchdowns? It's going to be Daniel Jones. He's going to get. He's going to get some. He's going to get some nice looks this year, and he deserves them. I can finish. See him finishing. Uh, last year, he finished quarterback twenty-four and didn't play, but about 10 to 12 games, like I said earlier. Mm-hmm. So I can see Daniel Jones this year finishing in the top 15. Right. That's fair. I mean, as long as, I mean, their defense is not going to hold a lot. So, you know, the bigger the point margin, the more the ball gets thrown, right? Exactly. Exactly. So I'm going to go with one. And the only reason I have him as a sleeper and not as a safe pick is just because the people that are above him overshadowed this this guy's capability. And that's Josh Allen. Josh Allen last year was rated the QB7 in fantasy football. Actually, last year um, he was second in rushing yards for QB for, for QBs, only behind Lamar Jackson, of course. But right. Josh Allen scored a touchdown out of one out of every 12 rushing attempts. So as far as you know, quarterbacks has six points. That makes a huge difference as far as what you're bringing. And, I mean, he plays, I mean, he plays a Buffalo. He just they just traded for Stephon Diggs. He finally got a true number one receiver. Um, now I don't know what's going to happen with you know the running back situation. Who's going to get the load back there? Uh, John Brown is still got somebody who's got connection there. Cole Beasley's still there, and on top of that too, I mean the the Buff. This is Buffalo's division this year. I mean, honestly, one hundred. So yeah, but so I think that the re, you know with people that I have ranked above him more so overshadow what he could be i think a lot of people who know fantasy football are probably like that's kind of a dumb pick like we we kind of know what he's capable of but once you start getting into the draft and you start seeing guys like you know uh, Dak, possibly carson tom brady kyler murray stafford deshaun watson matt Ryan, before you know it you're in the 12th round you're like oh crap there's josh allen sitting there you see what i'm saying right. You start yeah. going through your list of everybody you need, and before you know it, you're like, "Oh, I can grab him as my backup quarterback and be safe with it." Or he could be—I mean, he has the capabilities of being QB QB four to six this year. He was QB seven last year with no wide receiver one, right? Yeah, and they were and they were playing against the number one defense in the NFL and the Patriots twice. Yep. So, and I'm. I, and you add that just a deep ball threat in Stephon Diggs. That's going to add at least six to eight more touchdowns to his count this year. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I have one more that I want to hit on. I know we mentioned only having two, but okay. I have three for all these because I don't listen. Um, I, I don't know how you're going to feel about this. Okay. But I I really feel like Drew Locke is in a position to have <laughs> I was going to pick fan- Drew Locke too. Really? I, I yes. Feel like- I really feel like he's in a position to have a fantastic year this year. I, I mean, mean, he's got the weapons. 
Yeah, one hundred percent, man. Uh, who's Cortland Sutton? He's gonna break. I think he's gonna break out this year. Adding mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon in the yep. backfield with uh, with an already great pass catcher out of the backfield. Uh, Philip Lindsay still there. Um, mm-hmm. Is it Noah Fant the tight end? Yep. He's got a great tight end, uh, man. And, and who's the receiver? That Jerry Judy, right? Yep. And they still got yeah. Philip Lindsay too. And they still got Phil. That's who I, I had just mentioned him. But yeah. But yeah, dude, you had that with Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy's the the fastest receiver in the NFL already. Yeah, <laughs> and it's I think that he is. Um, I think he's primed to have a good year. Didn't have a great little stint last year, but he's going to be more comfortable in this offense now. He finished. Uh, he didn't really finish at all last year, but you got to project that his quarterback twenty three right now, which I which is very respectable. Because, but I'm glad that we have this uh, the same idea on Drew Locke. I yeah, it, it's crazy. I, I was gonna say Drew Locke, obviously, but because you took my third one, I will have to throw a <laughs> wild card out there. This it, is gonna sound premature here, but the pick I'm gonna make with a wild card is Joe Burrow. Okay, rookie. I say you know rookie quarterbacks are it's a shot in the dark unless you just know. But the fact, I mean, but let's look at some of the weapons that he has. A.J. Green, John Ross, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon. I mean, and he's still I mean, got didn't even Tyler, name Boyd. Tyler, Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd. I mean, they, um, I mean he's, he's got weapons there. Yep, on Tate. He's got weapons there. Their defense is going to be bad. He's going to be throwing the ball a lot. Yep. Uh, will he be... I had Joe, you know, possibly ranked in that, you know, drafting in that like 14th to 15th round, like your last two picks. Like, you know, let's see what we can do with him. But if Joe can throw the ball and have time in the pocket, he's got he's got a pretty good, you know, receiving core. And he's got a good running back to dump the ball off to. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, he almost pulls Kyler Murray-esque stats from his rookie year. He could be in that like 11th to 13th for QBR, or for, for QB, you know, that low, like that high-end Q, QB2. I mean, that's that's not, uh, you know, those expectations are not exactly impossible. Uh, but as far as someone I would grab as your QB1, that's that's risky. And if you do it and it, pay, and it ends up paying off, you know, hey, Absolutely kudos to you, but um, he's got the weapons and he can make it happen. It does it very often. I can tell you that. Absolutely. Um, before we move on, I, I do want to throw a little disclaimer out there. Marcus and I are both really good at fantasy football. Like we're not just doing this because we we think we're hot shit. Like we, we're both pretty good at fantasy football. So at least we think, you know, I mean... <laughs> I've won it a couple of times. You were you make the playoffs every year. It's yeah, I try. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, we're so pretty good at it. So let's go talk about people that we would stay away from. And I'm I want to start with this one first, and this is probably going to shock some people. Okay, Lamar Jackson. Okay, all right, because I, I I don't have him down, but I can see it too. Go ahead. I say that because as we probably as we mentioned in previous. Um, episodes before the pre um, I'll mention this no QB in fantasy football has been QB one two seasons in a row never it's never happened um, Lamar Jackson was QB one last year obviously because he ran the ball a lot 
and he is, but his passing proficiency, their pass, their, their passing yards per game, the Ravens were ranked 29th in the league last year. So they were, they had massive leads and they ran the ball a lot. They didn't have to. The production that Mars Lamar is going to bring versus drafting him in the second round is not going to work. You have a much better chance, as I've done a lot of mock drafts, the position you can draft Lamar Jackson is the same position you can draft DeAndre Hopkins. Mm. I mean, I'm picking Nuke over Lamar just based off of the needs of position of where it's at. If I had like a like the fourth pick and I could draft, you know, somebody like Zeke and turn around and draft DeAndre Hopkins over Lamar Jackson. I'm taking it all day, Absolutely. all day, a hundred PPR. No question. So just because of the value that Lamar is at right now, I am staying away from that completely. Okay. I mean, I don't blame you at all. I, and it, it kind of seemed like, especially towards the end of the year, that teams were starting to figure him out a little bit. I think that if you, if the, if the, if teams start to stack the box and force Lamar Jackson to use his arm, we're going to see that number come down a lot this year. And I don't think you're very far off. All right. So my first uh, stay away, it might not shock a whole lot of people, but I'm going to go Jimmy G. I, 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 he did, he lost quite a few weapons this year. I know they just added Jordan Reed, the, a retired tight end, you know, the same story that's going to save the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the retired mm-hmm. tight end coming. But I, I just don't, I don't think that he's going to be able to get over losing Emmanuel Sanders. I, I don't think people understand just how good Emmanuel Sanders was last year. He's going to have Debo Samuel, Debo Samuel, uh, does he, I mean, are any of these guys that he's got down there, true number one wide receivers and in, in your opinion? Um, no, I mean, they, I mean, they drafted, they drafted Brandon Ayuk, Right. But I mean, is he going to be the star, like the number one receiver? We, we don't know. They right. it might be like a situation like the Rams where they had, you know, you know, cooks, woods and cup and none of them right. were like true number one they were just like you know golf through it to whoever he found first great compliment receivers but um they get some help on the offensive line but losing running backs all day uh breed is gone Mostert wants out last time i heard yeah uh, i mean mckinnon and coleman i don't we haven't seen jerick mckinnon on the field since 2018 or 2017 maybe so i i really don't I don't know what's going to come of this, so I would definitely stay away from Jimmy G. Yeah. Um. So this second one is kind of difficult, but I'm going to stay away from Deshaun Watson. Okay. I mean, I don't – yeah. I, I Go ahead. I mean, it's no surprise that um, that Houston doesn't know what they're doing this offseason. Bill O'Brien giving away Watson's number one receiver, who was basically a security blanket for anything and everything going on. Uh, Their offensive line is better, but still has issues that needs to be addressed. Um, Their number one running back is David Johnson and not, you know, pro bowl, pro bowl, David Johnson. This is somebody who uh, got replaced by somebody who was traded you know, at trade deadline and was yeah. dumped. Um, Watson's receivers consist of Will Fuller, who gets uh, injured every year, and Brandon Cooks, who gets injured every year. So this should be very fun for him. 
it could very well be to where his number one receiver is uh, a slot receiver or a practice squad member. It's very possible, um, which might force him to do things he's not uh, accustomed to doing. You know, he might run the ball a lot more. He might do a lot more play action. Uh, a, a lot of things that could potentially hurt him with his injury history he's had with his ACL injuries. So right. that's someone I'm staying away from. No, so um, so my next one is it, it's kind of bleak. I'm not gonna lie, because uh, it's not just one person. Any and all rookie quarterbacks this year, I, and I know you said Joe Burrow is your sleeper, but I, um, I I just I don't know about this whole. We're, we didn't get OTAs. We're not really getting many camps. We're getting team workouts, but they're very they're very limited. Everything everything is so subdued right now okay so we'll just hit on the big three obviously because anthony gordon's the the fourth best rookie quarterback in my opinion and he's backing up russell wilson who right is so he's not gonna touch the field yeah so first of all to attack of my 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 quarterback my qb1 he's probably not gonna start half this year yeah unless unless fits fits magic becomes fits tragic or if it's magic gets hurt and right. if he gets hurt, then obviously you got to do what you got to do. I, I just don't see any reason and what's going to be a limited year in, in the NFL. I'm sure the schedule is going to get hacked down eventually. And then that whole eight-week period we just spent is going to be for nothing. <laughs> um, right. Possible. But, uh, yeah, I really do think it's coming. But I, I Tua's not going to play half more than half the year. Uh, Justin Herbert, Tyrod Taylor's starting week one. Now, how long will that start or keep going? I we don't know, but I can guarantee you right now, Tyrod Taylor starting week one. Yeah. So you're going to draft Justin Herbert, who's probably not going to play for two, three, four weeks out of the year. Now later on, maybe go out and pick him up in the waivers because he's got a damn good receiving core there in L.A. Yeah. But until that happens, stay away. And then Joe Burrow, guaranteed week one starter. But I am I haven't been secret about this. I, I think Joe Burrow's gonna bust. I really do. And I'm not rooting for this to happen. But wh- who's the last person we saw come into come into the NFL with this cockiness, this arrogance, this I, like I'm the number one guy attitude? Johnny Manziel. That's who, I mean that's, that's fair, but I mean the 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 collegiate career between the two is kind of it's kind of different you know what i mean is is it though because johnny manziel had more than one good year yeah but joe burrow had had probably the best year in college football like i mean just absolutely prolific and but it took him five years to get to that point and a phenomenal quarterback coach and a phenomenal every single every single person on that offense is going to be a first round pick yeah that's true i mean it, you already saw it this year with justin jefferson and uh clyde edwards hilaire and you're going to see it next year with jamar chase i mean thad moss was an undrafted free agent but i mean everybody else the offensive line the other receivers they're they're all going to be first round picks yeah I, that's fair that's that's respectable all right absolutely you got a third one um yeah, I'll go with a third one. Uh, oh, man. A third one I'm going to stay away from, man. Tom Brady. 
Yeah, it's I, funny because I got my my, uh, my third is Tom Brady. His successor. Now, now I I say Tom Brady only because of the fact that in order for Bray to succeed, he's got to either throw a lot of yards or a lot of touchdowns. Now, does he have the receiving core to do it? Yes. No question that Godwin and Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski and OJ Howard and Ronald Jones and anybody you name there, he's going to do it. LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy. They have the 2009 All-Pro roster. Exactly. But but the fact of the matter is, is literally like if if Tom Brady throws for 250 yards, that's 10 points. <laughs> like, yeah, no, you're not wrong. That is 10 points. And then if he throws for two touchdowns, that's 18 points. Now, if you look on a regular non-fantasy football and you say Tom Brady threw 250 yards and two touchdowns, they're going to be like, that's a pretty good day. For fantasy football owners, that is a terrible day. He is not mobile. He doesn't do anything with the legs. He's 43 years old. For fantasy purposes, if you do draft him, draft him when it is late, late, late. Do not take the hype because he's got weapons. You pick the weapons and be happy with that, but do not pick the guy throwing the ball. I'm I'm not so sure we picked the weapons this year. I mean, I know we're going to get to the wide receivers and running backs episode, but I don't know. I'm going to be interested to hear your side on that one when we get yeah. to the wide receivers. Yeah, when that happens, I'm definitely going to sit down about that. So who do you got for your third one? Cam Newton. Uh, it's, uh, it's kind of it, like a, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it was, it was too damn easy, man. I mean, half the offense is opting out, uh, including a couple offensive linemen. Cam has, he, he hasn't been effective in the last two years. Uh, so many injuries. They seem like they're setting up to tank for Trevor. Stay the hell away from Cam Newton. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's pretty if clear cut. Drafted. Yeah. Yeah. He's drafted, but. Right, that's pretty clean cut. I mean, it, yeah. I, I maybe a little honorable mention: stay away from Carson Wentz too. Uh, I every year he gets hurt, and yeah, it's, it's pretty fair. Draft draft Jalen yeah. Hurts. <laughs> maybe draft Jalen Hurts. If Jalen Hurts touches the field, we we might. But it's the same situation with Dak Prescott. If it, it's, I would I would draft Dak in like tenth tenth to twelfth round, I think. But oh man, no, yeah, absolutely. If you don't get Dude. Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, don't pick a don't pick a quarterback. You gotta do some mocks, man. You'd be surprised where Dak's getting picked. Yeah, but you know our league. <laughs> that's that's fair. <laughs> oh, speaking of, all right. Speaking of safe picks, let's go ahead and start this first one. Dak go Prescott. Ahead. Dak yeah. Prescott. Okay, and I'm gonna say that too. He was QB two last year, whether you like it or not. He was the quarterback to in fantasy football behind Lamar Jackson. Could have been because Patrick Mahomes was hurt. Sure. It, Absolutely. No, it was. We know that. We ain't got to mention take, that. Take it, take it how you want. I, I'm pretty sure we were, I was trying to look. I think QB five was James Winston. Couldn't find out who it was, but I probably, it's the only thing I could, I could figure out. But Dak Prescott has all the weapons to succeed, to be a Q, to actually be the QB one of fantasy football. He has all the weapons for it. C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield, even Tony Pollard to go back there. He has it. Um, 
they surprisingly are talking about in the mock drafts. I've seen a lot of people, not just computers, but a lot of people drafting Prescott in the sixth to seventh round. That is not bad for somebody at all to pick for somebody who is QB two, not one, not 10, but two. If you're telling me you could pick Lamar as the QB one in the second round or wait four more rounds to get QB two. Yeah, that's, that's value. That's, that's fair. That's, 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 production versus value and that that's a super safe pick so my safe pick my first safe pick um pretty obvious just just kind of like yours russell wilson i've had russell wilson the last three years in our league Uh, he he's a guy that is not ever going to get you 50 points but it's going to be a consistent 20 to 30 points and and it's never going to fall Every now and again, you might get the worst I've seen him do is like 17 and a half, 18 points, but he doesn't throw a lot of interceptions last year, 31 touchdowns, five picks. Uh, You get the high rushing capability. He's got hella targets out there. Now DK Metcalf's going to be in his second season. I expect him. I once again, no spoilers, but think he's going to have a huge breakout year. Russ is what, what can you say? The, the, the guy is a model of consistency. Yeah, Dangerous is definitely somebody that if you have him and you didn't over overdraft him, you're happy. Um, there were two years ago, the tw- the 2018 fantasy football season, um, on Yahoo Sports, 17 percent of winning teams had Russell Wilson as their quarterback. Doesn't surprise 17%. me. 17 percent. I don't know if you guys realize how high that is. That's crazy. That's honestly, yeah. that's honestly crazy. So that was one of them. Fair enough. Absolutely. Yeah. So my second one, Matt Ryan. Okay. Matt mm-hmm. Ryan, as you know, has always an off year and an on year. And guess yeah. what this year is? This year is the on year. He's got Julio Jones as his old faithful Calvin Ridley. And then he, and then he and then they got Hayden Hurst. Oh, and then guess what? They have somebody who can actually catch the ball in the backfield if he's healthy. And Todd Gurley. Atlanta has a very good offensive line. Matt Ryan, for some reason, can play very good. You know, at home like every other quarterback does. But he, all, but he, they're always throwing the ball. Like they're always throwing the ball. And you're gonna probably pick Matt Ryan up in like maybe the tenth to twelfth round. I mean, that's safe. I mean, you can't like. You're picking like you've already got your starters, and you're probably like, I need to okay, this is where I need to focus on quarterback. If you have somebody like him and Julio, you're safe. Like it, it's it's great, it's great value. So Matt Ryan's a safe pick for me, um, and because this is his on year. Last year he was QB eleven, so this year he could be he, he could be six to six to nine. It's it's very possible. Yeah, I like that. I really do. I think losing Hooper is going to hurt a little bit, but Hayden, like you said, Hayden Hurst is, he's just as good. All right. Um, I have Jared Goff as my number two. Safe okay. Pick. Uh, you're going to get 4,000 yards out of Jared Goff. You're going to get four. You really, you're going to get 4,500 based on average. Uh, he threw a lot of interceptions last year, but I see that number going down this year. Um, I think that losing Gurley and Cooks is going to hurt a little bit, but I mean, let's be honest. This they're going to have a rookie running back in Cam Akers coming in, and it's kind of the same story as I was talking about with Daniel Jones earlier. They're going to be down a lot. Their uh-huh. defense took some hits. 
They they really they they still have Aaron Donald, who is the best defensive tackle in the NFL. I, th- I don't think there's any argument on that. And Jalen Ramsey, who is still a top, it, we'll just we'll just go low and say a top seven seven eight corner in the NFL right now. Uh-huh. I think he's still top three, but it's hard to I don't know. It's hard to put that into consideration. But that's it. That's all they have. That's all they have on this defense. So they're going to be down a lot. And Jared Goff's a gunslinger, man. The dude could throw the ball. And he's still got Robert Woods. He's still got Cooper Cup. I I, I think they're going to do all right. I think he's going to be fine. I Yeah, that's that's very possible. Jared Goff's either going to do good, like you mentioned, or, I mean, we could see Jared Goff how it was with Jeff Fisher. I don't think it'll be that bad, but you never know. Uh, uh, so I'm going to go... My last one, as far as a safe pick, Drew Brees. Okay. Now Drew Brees is like, oh well, you know, it's Drew Brees here. Drew Brees is forty-one year old, forty-one this season. He just came off of having his thumb injured, but I mean, Drew Brees is probably one of the most consistent quarterbacks you will ever have in fantasy. Ever. He has Alvin Kamara, who, I mean. Face is basically a wide receiver as a running back. He's got Michael Thomas, who just obliterated the catch record last year. I mean, just crushed it. I mean, he's going to throw the ball a ton to Michael Thomas. He's going to get his touchdowns. He's going to get he's and the thing with with good thing with Drew Brees, he does not turn the ball over. He will not turn the ball over at all. And his sketch, I mean, he's got a good defense out there. He's gonna he's gonna be very safe. You're not gonna see a lot of deep passes from him. That's fine. You could throw a seven yard slant to Michael Thomas. He'll run eighty yards. Right. He got paid twenty million dollars a year to do it. He could do it. I, Drew Brees is one. And I'm gonna throw. I'll throw a quick honorable mention. And I, it's it's quick because we already mentioned his name, Kyler Murray. And the reason I say Kyler Murray is a safe pick. Kyler Murray is projected in the in the late sixth, early seventh round. That's uh, that's good value for someone who could be like you mentioned potential QB one status in that seventh round uh, draft. No, no argument there, man. I, I just, I'm really excited to see Kyler Murray with a full season with that offense. Now um, my final safe pick. It's, I don't know how this is going to sound, but Ryan Tannehill, I, I really uh, having him having a full season in Tennessee this year with that running game, with AJ Brown coming into his own. Uh, they they've added some some more pieces that they did lose Jack Conklin, but they they seem to have replaced him right away. A um, couple nice draft picks as well. Tennessee's supposed to be good. I think Tannehill is going to do good once again. This is not a QB one. I, I don't take Tannehill as a QB one. But if you're that kind of fantasy football player that likes to stack his team or her team with running backs and wide receivers, especially in PPR, I've seen people not draft the quarterback until. 14, 16th round. And I mean, you get really low here to the last couple rounds. You need, you need the quarterback that's going to go out and get you. You don't need 30, 40 points out of your quarterback at this point, because you've got, look at what, um, I I mean, I know nobody else is going to know what the hell we're talking about, but look what Rick had last year in our league. He had Julio and he had Michael Thomas. You're going to get 60 points right there, bro. Like honestly. So absolutely. So, you have this capability to come back later in the 12th to 14th round and get yourself a quarterback who's going to give you 15 to 25 points on average. And that's good enough to win. That That's good enough to win in a lot of leagues. 
Absolutely. You are 100% on that. And before we cut off this uh, segment here, I want to ask you I something. have an honorable mention. I have an Do honorable you? mention. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I don't not a lot. I don't have to talk a lot about it, but Ben Roethlisberger coming back healthy. Uh, he he's going to be fired up. The Steelers are a good team. So, just big Ben, keep that in mind. Yeah, that's I I have him I have him ranked actually uh 12th. So, um I think it's pretty respectable considering he just came off of Tommy John surgery. Yeah. Um, so now just kind of a quick thing for people who are playing for the first time. Um, what what would you recommend that they do as far as you're coming through, you know, coming up with a roster, drafting a quarterback, you know, like, you know, almost bring us to your first time when you drafted and like, you know, what did you learn from that process? What would you tell first timers who are playing? Don't take somebody because of their name. Don't, I mean, don't, don't, I mean, you look at last year was my little brother's first time playing and he drafted Tom Brady way, way early. Don't take somebody because of their name. Do a little research on these guys. Like it's not, you don't have to go out and draft Dak Prescott because he was, because he was Dak last year, because of what he did last year. Their schedule's a little bit tougher this year. Go, go find somebody who plays a schedule like that. Go like do research, look at schedules, look at everything. Listen to this podcast because we're damn good at what we do. So go that, that I mean that that's the best advice I can give you. That that's um do your research. Don't take somebody because of their name. Because if you look at basic if you look at just basic information, you could find yourself reaching for Lamar Jackson when you could really, like you said earlier, you could wait until the fifth or sixth round and get yourself a Russell Wilson, get yourself a, a Dak Prescott, get yourself a, a, a freaking, I don't know who else we've been, a Kyler Murray. Yeah. And you'll be fine. I, I agree. Don't, don't reach. If you, if you have, especially if you're in a PPR setting, take the, take the skilled positions. A hundred percent. Take the wide receivers. Don't reach. If you don't get, I'll even go this far. If you don't get, Mahomes or Lamar Jackson don't draft a quarterback until at least the sixth round. Agreed, hundred percent. Um, mine is uh, do not draft either your player from your favorite team or your nope. favorite player because then you are emotionally t- attached to that person. I have not drafted a Miami Dolphin. Like, now, Grant, I root for the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, right? what quarterback right. do you draft? Who, you the, know what I mean? <laughs> who, the, who the hell are we gonna take? But but across the board (laughs) i haven't drafted a dolphins player in a very long time but you got players out there who you know like a player from college and then they're like well you know i liked him from college you know like for example lsu fans they might draft joe burrow or you got people who are bucks fans like a couple of our friends in our league who are tom brady lovers now like they they love tom brady they could do it let them i I'm going to put money on it and say one of those two will draft Tom Brady. I guarantee yeah. it. Let them but do it. Do, do not draft somebody because they're on their favorite team or because you that's your favorite player. Don't do that because, like Kyle mentioned, do research on these players, do mock drafts, study to see where these people are getting picked up, and then also know your draft. Know who you're playing with. If yours is a first-year thing, this is not you. If you've played at least one full season, you should know who you, who's drafting. You should know their style. You should know if they're gonna if these people are gonna reach for 
you know, quarterbacks. You should know if they're going to pick Le'Veon Bell over Ezekiel Elliott. You should know if they're going to pick. We're list- We're looking at you, Dad. <laughs> we should know. Like you should know these things. But yeah, that's just the biggest thing. Just don't, don't reach and don't, don't pick reach. your favorite players. Um, <clears throat> honestly, too, if I could give, if you, if I would give one thing you could do, I would recommend. <clears throat> If you pick a wide receiver one who is top five, and I'll name my top five, Julio Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, Michael Thomas, uh, or you can say Chris Godwin or some or another fifth. If you can name, get a top five PPR wide receiver, do your absolute best to get the quarterback to match him up if he is a top tier quarterback. Handcuff that quarterback. If it's like Godwin and Brady, don't do it. But if it's if it's if you can get Mahomes and in, in Hill, that's your one-two pick. You've got to be happy with it. You got to go through the whole draft and be happy. Michael but, Thomas, Drew Brees, perfect. Uh, Devontae Adam, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, perfect. Right. But is this going to be the kind of year where you want to, my? That's my cat in the background, by the way. If that's you okay. is this going to be the kind of year where you want to take that risk because? Oh, hundred percent. COVID-19 is this thing is weird man I, but I I would we're going to we'll, I can't wait to do our running backs and receivers yeah, uh, I'm going to I'm going to do it regardless of of what it is because um it's with COVID like uh, we'll get to the skill positions later on on the whole COVID thing but for right. a personal my personal opinion if you get a high tier receiver first round and you can get a good running or good quarterback get it but don't. Yep. If if you get if you're gonna get Tyreek Hill, if you get Patrick Mahomes, you're gonna be set. But you have to be content. You're not getting a good running back until we until round three. It, right. It is what it is. What it is with that. You're just gonna have to deal with it. But um, yeah. Kyle, do you have anything in regards to fantasy football quarterbacks? I Man, I know we covered a lot. We kind of went past the time we wanted to, but I th- we hit a lot, and I'm I'm excited that we did this. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed this a lot. Yeah, I, I honestly thought I was going to have a hard time waking up after a long day of work, but no, it was a good conversation. Uh, just make sure, I mean, we already said it. Make sure you stay on top of what you're doing. Make sure you uh, don't reach for names. Don't You don't have to take Aaron Rodgers in the third round. You really don't have to. So, I mean, that's that's all, that's all I got to say. I mean, I'm excited to play fantasy football. I'm excited for Monday when we're going to be back with, I'm assuming, running backs, right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right. Same conversation, different position. We'll see you guys on Monday.